Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time, the podcast. We are in the Dale Warehouse. We're in the studio. Uh, we've got with us Donnie Ray Daytona, Cole Snyder, Jordan Halverstein, and we are talking about um, we're going to talk about Yellowstone. There's a lot of big news. There's a lot of big things. There's some things coming. Had some interesting conversations um, with Taylor Sheridan. So we're going to talk about Yellowstone. We're going to talk about our new um, New Year's resolutions and uh, some 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 recent things that have happened, some exciting things that have happened, and some exciting things that are going to happen. So thank you for joining us. And um, you guys have anything to share with the crowd before they get, before we get started? You know, 2020 was a good year for vision. <clears throat> I knew Cole would have something to say. Cole's been relentlessly giving me a hard time about my eyesight. I got LASIK yesterday, which I'll tell you that story in a minute. Um, it's not that interesting, but it's crazy to me. You know, they say you're a man of vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now more than ever. That was a twofer. That was a twofer. Yeah. That was a lonesome dove quote. Was, and I mean, That's an applicable lonesome dove quote. You get... 20 extra bonus points. Yep. We mm. need to give people bonus points if they're able to land lonesome dove quotes on camera. They're what are applicable. The, what are the right. bonus points? Like, what? how do they... Dude, we need a scoreboard. Trans- how do they transfer yeah, them? We need bad. a scoreboard for the year, and I get to award or deduct points from certain people for different things. That's like not that bad. right there, you get 50 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lonesome dove quote on camera. It's applicable. You get 50 points. And maybe at the end of the year, there's like a cash prize or something. Right. Or just free Daleware. Yeah. Well, if there's a cash prize, Cole's going to be like just blurting out stuff all the time. <laughs> no, so. but like. <laughs> Take it. Oh, fuck, like jump in the pan. What? what? <laughs> there's other things that can make, uh, that can, you can be awarded points for. Right. Gotcha. Like maybe some sort of, like a Dale Brisby quote, or mm. let's say if you if Cole were to be on someone's podcast and plug DaleBrisby.com or something, right? then he's awarded X amount of points. You think someone would have him on their podcast? Well, if they did, he'd get a lot of points for it. That's why it'd be worth so many points, because it's so unlikely. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, yeah. Makes sense. Started off really supportive there. Uh <laughs> You guys check out DaleBrisby.com for the Rodeo Time apparel. We've got new caps, new shirts, new hoodies, new everything. And um, text me the word special offer to 940-353-0890. 940-353-0890. Text special offer to that. And when we do free ship codes or I'm going to do some sort of giveaway, I will then uh, text you and let you know uh, that that's going on. And yes, 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 it is Dale Brisby texting you. It's not Donnie, it's not Cole, it's not Willie, it's DB, because it's on my phone, and these guys don't get on Daddy's phone, all right? Now on to, what do you have, Donnie? What were you going to say? You got any games on that thing? (laughs) (laughs) Now on to the podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rodeo Time, the podcast. This is our first podcast of 2023. That was a different kind of song. There we go. And uh, we're going to recap and we're going to tell you what's in store for 2023. I think the biggest thing that everybody's excited about is the fact that Dale Brisby is the star of the show Yellowstone. Crazy. I'm on it. It's on a lot of people's minds. <clears throat> 
Or it you, really is. I'm surprised at the amount of articles. I mean, if you just Google, I'm not saying I can't be the only one. If you Google Dale Brisby Yellowstone, there are no shortage of. I counted three. Yeah, it was crazy. It's three articles. Someone else who's surprised <laughs> that I saw uh, Saturday night was uh, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. I ran into him at the ranch rodeo, and he said, "Wow, your fans loved that you were on Yellowstone." <laughs> <laughs> like he was surprised. Yeah. Well, I think he was surprised, like I was, at how the rave based on the amount of screen time I had. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? It's not right. like there was like a any sort of monologue between me and right. and uh, Jimmy during the show. <laughs> That made for, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like. <laughs> it would have been nice if there was at least, yeah. Like Dale or, you know, somebody. The, the yeah. camera panned <laughs> and you see Dale Brisby. Whenever, and, and now there's three articles. And right. He was, he, he, we had a good conversation. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't tell you everything that we talked about. But. Right. Yeah. I was there with the ranch. Won the ranch rodeo in Fort Worth. Congratulations to uh, the four sixes, me. In particular, <laughs> so, what events did you do? Um, I did the uh, the the, the bronc riding saddling. Yep, yep, yeah. That's an important one. Shoot, boss, in it. It really was, Donnie. That is. Thank an you important. for saying that. That's it an important. Really one. was. Got got to pack their parachute, you know. Like, well, the way the events lined out, I want to say it was maybe not the wild cow milking, maybe the sorting or something was right before the bronc riding, and so they were finishing up that, and then. Dusty had to come get on a bronc immediately. Dusty after. got on a bronc. He had yes. Ty, uh, Zach Peters got hurt the night before on his bronc. He rode his bronc, but something happened with his ribs, and he was really sore mm -hmm. the second day. So Dusty called me, and I was on my way over from Dallas. We were at the wholesale market. Um, for the for those people that want Daleware in their stores, that's what that market's for. Plug. Uh, <laughs> So anyways, and I, so I came over early. He was like, hey, man, I need some help. So I came over to Fort Worth early and because uh, he didn't have time to saddle his own bronc. And the team was in the sorting with him, so they didn't have time to saddle it for him. And um, I'm glad I did, and I'm glad Cole was there. So we saddled this horse. I don't think I've ever saddled a horse this tight. Yeah. Like I just... <laughs> And I wasn't trying to soak the bronc by no, any means. You just didn't want your friend to go over the front. Because yep. the timing was correct as far as when I pulled yep. him. But I just, I pulled it down like he was going to rope all the bulls yeah. that day. <laughs> Not just a bull, but all the bulls. So we pulled it down. And a lot of them used the tongue. A lot of ranch bronc riders used the tongue of the cinch. But I, I pulled it like a normal bronc saddle and ran the latigos out the back of the D and then under the saddle. Really good back cinch behind the break of the belly. You know, sometimes they'll be in front, but I went it behind. And then I even measured his bronc rein for him. I've never felt more <laughs> at peace with the measurement of a bronc rein, with the, where the saddle was positioned. Everything was great. Yep. And um, probably four people came by after Dale had measured the bronc rein and pulled it. He was like, yep, same, same measurement, same everything. And then one guy came over. Told him to put his hand somewhere different, and then he walked off. And then Dusty like looked over at Kai, and they both looked at each other, and he put it back where I told right. him to put it. <laughs> and um, sorry, you ought you ought to give some uh, the bronc in particular, the one we were saddling, because you did some research on this horse for Dusty beforehand. 
Yeah, so I called Clint Lindenfield because it was Jason Murray's horse. And uh, Clint said, man, I'm, I am I think X and 2 on that horse, and he's pretty rank. He's all there. So Dusty said, do you hear anything on him? And I said, yeah, my, my friend said X and 2, and he's a jump kicker. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just a walk in the park, man. I did not want to tell him. He's like, But, like, Dusty was sitting there while I was on the phone with Clint, and I was like, uh, and he's like, yeah, man, that horse is stout. He's all there. And so I told I told Dusty, I was like, yeah, man, just jump kicker right down the pit and give him X and two. And he's like, good, good, good. <laughs> and sure enough, I mean, he wasn't, and he wasn't like over the top rank, but he was all there. And uh, yeah, Dusty rode really good for four and then kind of got his feet, lost both stirrups yep. and his feet came back, which makes your upper body go down, come forward. And then he just gritted it out and yeah. sat back up and yep. just, he did. He had no. He didn't have no in his heart, or he. There was there was no quit in him. That's because you told him that horse was yeah. just a jump kicker, and it wasn't some kind of you know like. This is the worst of it. You, you don't want him to lose before he even gets on. Exactly, because you know. he hadn't been on a bronc in nine years. Exactly. So, but he gritted it out and did. You know, he was eighty four points, and it worked out, and uh, they won the whole rodeo. Right. So. Um, yeah, I thought it was hilarious, me trying to sneak into pictures with him. And just, <laughs> I had a blast with the posts that came after that. Like Absolutely. Photobombing. <laughs> there's the one picture that Pfeiffer took that um, it's like five yellow, or it's five red four sixes ranch, ranch shirts behind, and then just me in the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, my, my shirt got left at the dry cleaners. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dale, we need you. But I have <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed those posts that I've made. But so, anyways, then got to hang out with Taylor, and uh, a little bit afterwards, and tried to sneak in some pictures. But we talked Yellowstone stuff, and yep. he was talking about his character Travis and the Radiator Ranch spinoff. Oh, sorry, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Spoiler. <laughs> Everybody thinks there's a four sixes spinoff. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, Jimmy gets um canned there goes right. to radiator ranch <laughs> hey man want to be on the internet <laughs> yeah uh, i think if the, if we go into season 19 he said he'll consider it oh but, hey you know what that's not a no yeah that's not a no <laughs> but um but yeah and then we went to fort worth to the stock show and so yeah yellowstone but i can't imagine like just the brief time that i was in it like what it did for like I was talking to Shane Smith and he said like their song "All I See Is You" blew up. Right, and that, that wasn't even the song they sang when they were on stage. No, in that, the episode they used it like at a big part, like yeah. when Jimmy was going to Texas or something like in, that. I think season three, mm -hmm. something. But uh, I noticed it. I was like, dang, that was a good song choice for this. <laughs> I did too for this period. Yeah. Right, that's going. I on remember hearing show. it. Yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, Shane said that all I see is you blew, uh, and sh and th them as a band has blown up, yeah, crazy since then. So, all kinds of gigs and whatnot. But that same thing hasn't happened for me. Just the three <laughs> articles, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the, the three articles, and I've landed like I've gotten like five really good Instagram reels out yeah. of the deal. I mean, I wrote two of them. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're on there though. You paid me to write these. <laughs> Taylor did uh, comment. He said he really enjoys 
Dale's cut downs to the interns. Yep. <laughs> like that's one thing that he, he really enjoys watching is which I was surprised he even watches our Instagram. But right. He was like he like had a couple favorites that he referenced. And uh of course I did not tell him that they were ones you had written. That's yeah, you know? no, that that's fine. I took that's all fine. the credit for that. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was funny. Which most people do appreciate those jokes. There was one th- cut down that we've done that people did not appreciate. Um, Which was? Where I tell Willie to go ahead and take the day off. Why don't you take the week off? Why don't you just oh, you know, yeah. go ahead and start your Christmas yeah, right. break? Yeah. I didn't even think that was that bad. Well, I think the thing about it was it showed his face. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he looked sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Personal. And then... I think what happens with these reels is it goes into an explorer page. Right. Well, somebody who's been watching ranching or rodeo related stuff, if you don't follow Dale Brisby, it's likely that my stuff is going to pop up in your explorer page. You yeah. don't know who I am. If that's the very first video you watch, <laughs> you're like, good heavens, this guy's an a hole. Man, why would you ever want to work for that guy? Well, oh, like, um, much less follow him on Instagram. Yeah, uh, so then you get people commenting on there that. Right. I was going to say Ty at the R.A. Brown. Because by the time this drops, the uh, that rodeo time will have been out for a while when you fought yeah. when you fought Ty. But there just happened to be another Ty there. Oh, yeah. There's people that, I mean, like, they fully believe, like, man, this Dale Brisby guy yeah. is, is an A. But, you know, right. it, I, I don't know. You I win some so. and you lose some. Man, that would just be, I think, it's perfect. If Taylor Sheridan, if that, those are his favorite videos, then on an episode of Yellowstone, if you just get one line. But you only need one line. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody could just do something. Oh, just I just a quick cut of Dale Brisby just saying, I, I don't know what the situation would be. But that one where, man, you're lucky I shaped that hat for you because that's the most cowboy thing about you today. That's, yep. Yeah, that's something perfect. like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or the can you swim, push them off their horse. Well, you can't ride either. <laughs> oh, that's, yep. That was a good one. I think but are- the only other one that I can think that people are really freaking out about that aren't happy is the Jeep video. Did you watch that? People didn't like the Jeep video? The Jeep video is awesome. People that own a Jeep <laughs> don't like the Jeep video. It, I was going to say, I'd, I I saw how many views it had on like Instagram. Like a few million. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram, so I just posted it to YouTube again. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, people enjoy it, but it's people that don't have Jeep. There's some people on there that, like, one guy commented, like, I bet this guy talking owns, like, a, a, a Honda or a, a Civic or something. I said... It's an 81 Honda. How dare you? <laughs> Price tag says P-O-S Honda. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd hate to come over here to fight me, but I know that Jeep of yours won't make it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how. And I, to be honest, I didn't realize that that was a thing. The people culture. gathering <laughs> in parking lots. Like, right. I just happened to be, I was on my way home from San Antonio after a booth. I stopped there. I think it was like either like a firehouse subs or something. I was like, oh, I got to get this good sandwich. And I stopped and I was in the parking lot just enjoying my sandwich. And I look over, nobody else in the parking lot except nine Jeeps <laughs> parked, parked right beside each other with nine owners outside of them looking at each one, <laughs> one by one. And I'm, I'm normally not one to like video strangers and make fun of them, but <laughs> I felt like this was like pretty innocent fun you know like it was a softball 
And it was it was just anyway. So I just did my voice. I were like, "Oh, I like how you got them four tires under there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them front tires spin like them back tires. That's why they call it four wheel drive, dude. And, the one every time I see a Jeep now in the back, and it's not, but it's just man, just all about that Jeep life. Yeah, just all about that Jeep life. It's a life that only we know about. But it could have been anything. It could have been like a bunch of S10 Chevys or something. Right. Like it was just the way they were. I just thought, but I didn't realize, like, people do that often. <laughs> but I guess we all do. In a, I mean, rodeo cowboys. So. Yeah. Let me sit in that saddle. What's that saddle? Let me sit. Oh, man, this thing feels I like, good. I like that saddle. I like the way you got them stirrups <laughs> yeah. on there. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's where I put my feet. <laughs> well, I put my feet I imagine it's probably a Jeep person might feel towards me the same animosity that I feel towards people that make broke back mountain jokes when they see a cowboy hat yeah that's just it's just overused yeah good it's just one. not creative no yeah I mean that was like that was that movie was 15 years ago probably and no 18 years ago because I, mean, I, rem I remember the year it came out, we made a lot of jokes. Right. And I remember <laughs> what year that was. And because uh, I had a buddy go and watch it alone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I know. I know who it was. So yeah. we had to give him a hard time about it. And um, I just thought it was a Western. <laughs> well, Larry McMurtry wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he went and seen it. He knew what it was about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang. But he was like, surely there's something else to this. Like, no, it was just kind of maybe a. <laughs> he just, Larry just had a one of those years, right? <laughs> Got a writer's block. <laughs> what if I go in this other direction? <laughs> right, what if they're gay? <laughs> All right, bear with me. <laughs> Sheep. <laughs> oh wait, they're gay. Yeah. I was just talking about because they gathered sheep. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's well, funny, Ben. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. The uh, more you know. Yeah. Learn something new every day. <laughs> so, anyways, Yellowstone. Daddy's on it, and I'm the star of the show. There's no telling what's going to happen next half of the season, so look out for it. Dale Brisby is uh, he's part of it. You me, just gotta, yeah. me and Taylor Sheridan were like this. It's me on top. Yeah, it's another brick. <laughs> That's what I say, brick by brick. Just got to keep building them. So, it's 2023. And uh, we're getting geared up. We're getting fired up. It's right now Fort Worth Stock Show is going on. Next up is San Antonio, then Houston um, in March. And on through the summer, we've got booths every month. But we're filming every month. We're practicing every week. What is your New Year's resolution? Cole, go. Mine was to only pee outside. I've had this resolution a couple times, and I've been able to stick with it so far. It was, it's a little tough. At the Fort Worth. Yeah, uh, how'd you do it there? I went over to the horse barn, some of them empty stalls. Did you really? Yeah. You haven't peed it you haven't peed inside yet. Nope. Why is that a goal? I don't really you know what? I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm cheap and I hate water bills, you know, and it always I always just feel like it's You think Fort Worth was gonna send you a water bill? No, it's just after you know, after a while it's more it's just the stubborn. principle. Yeah, it's the principle behind it, you know. We're men of the men of the wilderness, you know. We're, okay. we're cowboys. Okay. Um, that and it's just people always have questions, just as that one. You know, a lot of people have New Year's resolutions that there's no conversation starter, but only peeing outside. I, it's yeah, you know. I feel better peeing outside. Everybody else does. You get to pee with a view. You know. I mean, it's just uh, yeah. I, I think it's uh, I wish everybody would do it. You know? I get to pee with a view every time I pee. <laughs> 
What's your New Year's resolution, Donnie? <laughs> I said on the video we did, I said to see my kids more. But after 21 years of me not being in their life, I guess they don't want me. Okay. Nothing to so do now with you're it. changing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I tried. <laughs> three, three weeks in, we're changing it. What's your new New Year's resolution? Be better than I was last year. Uh-huh. Yep. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know. I've never really been a guy to make New Year's resolutions. I've, I'm occasionally I'll I'll do I'll do a New Year's resolution and I will knock it out of the park. Like what, for example? New Year's Eve, two thousand eight. I said I'm not gonna have any more sodas. And here we are, fifteen years later. I've never had a soda. I haven't Dang. had a soda. That was that was a good one then. Yeah. There was there was one, uh, Jeremy Melanson, aka Melankin, um, was tra- We were traveling together, and then he got married, and it was like at their shower or a bachelor party or something. I did like take a shot of Coca Cola in lieu of alcohol. Right. So like I did have that one thing, but outside of that, it's been fifteen years. So this year, it's I I'm on the carnivore diet. And I've broke the diet four times, but it was like once I had a salad and three other times I had handfuls of trail mix, but that was because I, I didn't have, but I didn't have any meat for like 24 hours. So anyways, right now it's my carnivore and also to text my intern's moms less. Right. Not stop. Yeah. But just less. See, it's almost more hurtful to stop, honestly, because that's when they start texting us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And the yeah. whole point of it is to, it's a weaning process. Right. I want to wean myself off of texting y'all's moms this year. What did I do wrong? Yeah. Can you talk to Dale for me? He just mm-hmm. kind of just ghosted me. We had plans. He, he turned off his live 360. <laughs> <laughs> can't see where he is. Though. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's not just a strict carnivore diet. It's carnivore plus mountain ops. So like in the mornings, I'll have like, a post-workout recovery shake that they make. I'll have like the ignite throughout the day. So I think a strict carnivore diet. So is like probably none of that. Right. I have a few of their protein bars, which probably have peanuts in them. So like there's, there's a little bit of like, it's kind of my own version of a carnivore diet. Right. Um, but I've been like researching that kind of stuff a lot. Yeah. Borderline obsessed. Obsessed compared to, like, my previous years of, like, how I viewed health. Right. Obsessed compared to, like, Cam Haynes, David Goggins, Andrew Huberman. No, 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 no. Yeah. Very yeah. elementary when you compare <laughs> them to them. But if you compare it to my previous years of how serious <laughs> I took yeah. health, yes, I'm obsessed. All right. So what's uh, just, I mean, what do you have for breakfast? Is it just Mountain Ops in the morning, then you eat, like, a steak at night? Yes. Or, okay. Steak at lunch. I've been having a steak at lunch. Yeah. Because I've seen guys that just have, I mean, a bowl of ground beef, you know. It's not make, bad. I like, yeah. I, like I tried it the other day just to have burger by itself. It's not bad. I kind of like I it. I really like to mix just hamburger meat with like eggs. Right. Because it's animal products. Yeah. So like I've had, I've had that a lot of mornings. And if, if you have four eggs mixed with like a quarter pound of ground beef just mixed up in it mm-hmm. and then salt on it. Ooh, that sounds good. It does. It's pretty, it's pretty, that's a <laughs> really pretty does. normal meal yeah. and it's very filling. Right. right. Three eggs will, will hold a guy over mm-hmm. for, you I know, a couple eat hours. Three eggs by itself and be. 
Yeah. Okay. Correct. Right. Yeah. So if you have three eggs plus like a quarter pound of ground beef, um, or a third even, like right. that's a lot of that's a lot <laughs> to eat. So, um, what about cholesterol? I'm gonna get it checked. Yeah, that is a that is. Yeah, a I'm concern. not saying like that red meat is bad for your cholesterol, but there's like certain things in grains that are like good cholesterol to help fight bad cholesterol. I don't know. I, right. I, I, so after the Netflix show, so my dad died of a heart attack at 55. Um, he did. He had, he didn't know he had cholesterol issues. Died at 55. So after the my mom got me this blood test, she paid for it. She was like for mine and my brother's birthday. Well, it was like three or four years and I didn't do it. And she called me and she was like, Hey, if you don't do this, they're going to send me my money back, which I don't mind. But if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. So we filmed the Netflix show. I was very stressed. I did not work out and I didn't eat worth a crap because each scene I wanted to have energy. And so I ate what was ever in front of me to give me energy to make the scene because that was my priority. My health was not my priority. So coming off of the Netflix show, two full months of filming, no working out, very stressed, not eating good. They, I go in, get my blood test, and they said, you have medication-worthy cholesterol, like meaning it's too high. Because there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol, like you said. Well, the bad stuff was too high. So I changed my diet, changed a lot of things, worked out more, and got it back down, like 30 points or whatever, which is basically what's possible to get down on your own. Right. And uh, so we were good. So at the time, I was eating less beef. Well, I'm now I'm hearing all this stuff like the lion diet, which is um, Jordan Peterson's daughter has this autoimmune di- disorder or whatever, and so she has the she does the lion diet, which is just beef, yeah, mm-hmm. and salt and water. Right. She's been on it for five years. Yeah. Lamb and bison, and the, yeah, she'll, she'll pretty take a much break. just beef. Yeah, yeah, she'll take a break and do lamb and bison. Yeah, and every now and then she'll have like a dose of honey. Mm-hmm. That's her sweetness. Um, so I'm like, man, how can you survive? You know, aside from the fact that you're not eating any vegetables, right? But like, she didn't fall over dead after it's been five years. So like, so I looked in the carnivore diet, and that gives you a little more variety of like, obviously anything that comes from an animal. Mm-hmm. And so, um, essentially, I do eat vegetables; they're just processed. Through my animals mm. that I eat. <laughs> I just eat processed vegetables like corn and grass that came through um, a beef. Right. And then I'll eat it in beef form. So, um, but to long story, to make a long story even longer, what I'm, I've been about two and a half weeks on this, and I'm going to probably go another month and then get my cholesterol checked. I think one of the things that may have contributed to my Bad cholesterol was the fact that, yes, maybe it was the red meat, but I think more so just all the crap, right. fried foods, desserts, yeah. sugar, um, anything processed, any like stuff that would you can put it in a bag on a shelf at a grocery store and it could sit there for three or four years. Right. If you eat enough of that, it's not good for you. Yeah. Every now and then it's one thing. Mm-hmm. But like, like chips, chips and salsa. like You eat a lot different now. Than you did when I first met you. Yeah. It was a lot of, we ate this one restaurant a lot, and you were, were big on the barbecue ranch. Like, yeah, I ate less of that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, dressings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've always been off and on on these different, uh, 
Um, I've always been off and on on these different, um, just like being healthy, but yeah. like now I'm like no vegetables and that's, that's new for me. Right. But I do feel fantastic. Do you think you feel better? Yes. Really? Dang. So yes, definitely. I definitely feel like I have more energy than when I was doing like, just like just eating healthy, like salads and whatnot. Yeah. Just eating clean, I guess. It, as far as like eating clean, this is the best I've felt eating Dang. this, you know. So I've always read that one of the side effects of the carnivore diet is explosive diarrhea. That's the lion diet. Okay. And that's when it's just beef. Right. For the first couple of weeks. So not to be too personal, but you're regular. I'm pretty. So again, <laughs> again, my carnivore diet also has mountain ops. And right. so like I've had protein shakes as breakfast since 2008. Right. So my body is pretty dang used to that being the start of my day. Right. So now the only thing is like my second and third meals mm -hmm. have been altered. But essentially, like like I said, I just removed the the bad stuff like freaking chips and random, you know, a candy bar or um, dessert. Yeah. But I just, I feel so much better. Dang. Have you noticed anything in your workouts then? I know you feel better and everything, but like you able to, you know, like kind of peak out, like stay, stay strong for longer or maybe it's still too early. I don't know. It's, I think it might be a little too, my, yeah. my workouts are still pretty good. Yeah. Like I, like I said, like my morning routine, if I run good, my, my workout this morning was not all that right. explosive because I had LASIK yesterday. <laughs> And last night I could not open my eyes and they were hurting. And all I wanted to do was go to bed. Cause I just knew subconsciously or deep down, whatever you want to call it, I knew they were going to feel better the next morning. So I was like, right. if I could just go to sleep. So during the surgery, they gave me a volume, mm -hmm. um, slept most of the ride home, yep. which I don't remember. Y'all went to Chick-fil-A, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. I slept through that. Yep. Um, when I got home, I took two Tylenol PM and a scoop and a half of melatonin powder stuff. Right. The hardest I've slept ever. <laughs> so this morning I woke up and came in here to do something, had to get yeah. moving, and it was a very weak workout. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was more looking forward. I, I'm, you were hurting pretty bad after the surgery, but in my head I was just thinking, oh, he's just going to be blind. I was just going to just go on an adventure, basically driving. Like, hey, man, we're going to stop. You, you know, and it's just like, what could what could Dale do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't blind, but I was definitely like, it was definitely, I could open my eyes and see, but I could only open my eyes like every six seconds. Yeah. Like opening my eyes would hurt. They're just super sensitive. Right. You know. What was the surgery like, the LASIK surgery? Like what was you, do they knock you out for it or you're awake the no, whole time? No, no. So like, so I'm in the waiting room and there's like this, this glass wall. And then there's a table right here with these big machines next to it. And I was like, surely that's not where they do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they come in and this this guy named Daniel um, had a, apparently taken his volume. And he was like out cold. And they came in there like, Daniel. And he was like, his mouth was open. Is it? And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's next. <laughs> but he's volume next. So they wake him up. And then he walks in this classroom. And I just watch him do the whole procedure. Yeah. And he was maybe in there 12 minutes, 10 minutes total. Yeah. And probably seven of that was him getting situated or getting up. Right. So, like, for four minutes he was laying down. And, um, yeah, they just 
there's one machine goes in and it like peels back the flap on your eye. They mm-hmm. tape your eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> this table rotates to another machine. They go in, they like laser. Yep. It smells like a Brandon iron on, on hair. Hair. Yep. And, um, each you're under each machine. Each eye takes about 10 seconds. So like total, it's like 40 seconds of right. like laser stuff. Um, but it was really that simple. And then I walked out, but I was very nervous yeah for days weeks months matter of fact i was supposed to have it done a month ago but i canceled it because i was nervous yeah i told him like i just something came up but really i was just yeah lasers i didn't want lasers <laughs> in my eyes <laughs> laser beams in my eyeballs <laughs> and so I, I just rescheduled it and then i finally warmed up to everybody i'd ever ran into that had had it had said like it's the greatest thing ever so i just and then like i got to noticing like my inner circle of people I call for like extreme life advice, like two out of three of them had had it and like loved it. And the third one wasn't a candidate. And so I like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Except this one girl. (laughs) She's a beef influencer. So we'll say. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, not to name any names. Um, but anyway, I asked her, I saw in her story, she was going to have it. And I'm nervous. Like, I'm praying. Like, it's part of my prayer life. It's like, Lord, please be with all these conflicts overseas. We don't go into a nuclear war. Also, please be with my decision to have LASIK. You know what I mean? I would really like to see. Protect my family. (laughs) Protect, you know, like, expand the kingdom. Also, this LASIK thing. You know, like, it's like, I'm praying earnestly. Like, it is on my mind. Please don't forget about the LASIK. (laughs) Please don't forget about the LASIK. And so, like, but I see this girl. I was like, I met her in Vegas, and she seemed sweet. And so I was just like, hey, so how was it for you? Because she was on her story, and she was like, do you want to know the honest truth, or do you want me to sugarcoat it? I was like, oh, dear Lord. Please just shoot me honest. Crickets. Doesn't respond for a full day. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is. Please tell right. She's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it was like a month ago. <laughs> and then yesterday, I'm in the waiting room. I'm about to walk out. I've already done the procedure. They've ran my credit card. I've taken the volume. Right. I've, I've prayed with my mom on the phone, with my sister on the phone. I blew my sister's phone up. Call. She wouldn't answer. Call again. Wouldn't answer. Call again. Wouldn't answer. And uh, then I messaged this girl. I was like, okay, how did it go for you? It was terrible. My eyes fell out. Don't do it. That's what she said to me. It's like, I'm never talking to this person again. But I am a comedian. I get it. I get it. So people expect me to, but there's just this one little chapter of my life. It's not a chapter. It's more of a page. But I am so thank, scared right now. Thank the Lord. It was just a page. Right, yeah. But like, like yesterday, I thought like this could change the rest of my life. Right. Like, what if I can't see tomorrow? I mean, don't get me wrong. I was fully prepared for you to be blind, so I have a, quite a few bits written. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I was going through the process of what does a blind Dale Brisby look like? <laughs> like, what do the jokes look like? Like, which interns leave me? Yeah, because they don't see a future. Which ones yeah, yeah. stay? Like. To be honest, I was like, I was like labeling it. I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure, like the first one I thought of that would definitely stay, I thought of Willie, you know, just because yeah. he doesn't have a future anywhere else. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, face it. 
And so, because then he just does everything for me. Like, lead me to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, like... like <laughs> that was actually a best-case scenario for Willie. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought of, like, the dumb sh- that, like, Cole would do <laughs> yeah. for a time. It's just like, like, okay, send in Dalton. I need to talk to him, you know. <laughs> but then you send in Adam or something like that. And, like... Or I'm, I'm going to fire someone, and you send the wrong person out, fire the wrong. Like, I was just like, but then, thank the Lord. Like, I, I'll tell you, though, there was like, and you guys have heard me talk about it, but like Wimberley, Texas, I had this like feeling Wimberley. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this feeling of like, I'm not going to do good today. Mm-hmm. And usually in my career, like I had never, like when I thought that I didn't do good Yeah. and doubt, I just had doubt creep in. Right. Is what it was like, I, well, for whatever reason, maybe like there was something about the horse. There was something about my preparation. There was something about the previous rodeo I'd gone to, but doubt crept in during that time. And I, I, uh, but on the back of the shoots, I remember thinking like, just because I'm doubting this doesn't mean that has to be what happened. Like right. I can change the outcome. And so, and so I did mentally and then I rode good mm-hmm. and it was different than, and, and it was a, it was a defining moment for me in rodeo, but also in life. And so I did, I absolutely thought about it yesterday because I think there's a difference. There's a difference in like, like you're doubting something and then like maybe borderline premonition. Yeah. So, like, for instance, one time, me and Leroy, we went to go catch that bull, Carl Wayne. He was in the Netflix show. Well, he named him Carl Wayne because we got him from Casey Donahue's ranch, which is in Throckmorton. Casey Donahue had called me, and he was like, hey, dude, I got this bull out, and we cannot find him or catch him. Can y'all come help us? Me and Leroy, um, it was like a spur-of-the-moment thing. I'm up here. I call Wes because he hated being in the warehouse. So he was at the ranch. I was like, hey, will you please hook up my truck to that half top and then I'll be over there quick saddle a horse throw it in it the truck will be hooked up we can go get there in time to help Donahue so I get over there he pulls the truck around I got my horse saddled I said thanks Wes throw him in the trailer we take off mm-hmm. going to Throckmorton down 380 there's this one bridge where it's a big bump and I hit it and it like bumps weird and I'm like oh that was weird we got Boone and Buckethead in the trailer it's like, man, that felt weird. We get into Throckmorton. We meet up with Casey. He's like, all right, follow me. We go outside of Throckmorton to his ranch. We've been about 50 miles at this point, and we stop. There is one-lane traffic. This construction guy stopped me, and he was like, you know, you got to go over here. And we get stopped, and Leroy's like, man, I got a bad feeling. I was like, what are you talking about? He gets out, goes back there, and the trailer, the trailer was wide open, the hitch. Yeah. Like it wasn't locked. Yeah. Like on a bumper pull. Uh-huh. It's one thing on a gooseneck. Oh, yeah. But the bumper pull, like, you know how it locks in there and oh, then yeah. that sleeve, that coupler yep. thing goes over the deal? It was just wide open. Dang. It, it had just been lowered and right. the block taken out. And it was an accident. Yeah. It was, an, it was a complete accident. He was in a hurry. I'm sure he planned on pulling the trailer around, then doing it maybe. I don't know what was going right. on in his mind, but it was it was an accident. But nonetheless, like, there's been like three or four times in my brother's life and my mine in his life where he would do that and then he would be right. And so like when he said that, I was like, well, damn, we, I got to listen to him. Yeah. But the weight of Boone and Buckethead had kept that trailer yeah. down 
it just bounced on the off ball. It. Yeah. So when I'd gone over that bridge, it bounced up, came back down and landed back on the ball. Right. And that was like the weird feeling I felt, you know, pulling a trailer, you just know <laughs> something's different. And so that was the different. So that was like a premonition thing, I think, or I think yeah. it's from the Lord. I don't, I'm not sure the, de- the exact definition of premonition. I'm not saying like it's like the universe. I'm saying thank the Lord that he put that feeling in my brother's stomach. I had it too, I guess. I just wasn't listening. Yeah. Anyways, yesterday, so like my whole life is like I try to navigate these feelings. Flashing before your eyes? <laughs> Sorry. So, so I do this in business too. Like it's like, all right, this is a risky deal. This is either I'm I'm nervous because it's risky and ballsy, or um, or it's a feeling of I shouldn't be doing this. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. that's the whole. That's life. Trying to get a good outlook on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because like in business, like if you were going to, for instance, like invest in a company, it's like, all right, am I nervous because I don't believe this company will succeed or am I nervous because just because it's risky? Yeah. And, um, and so that's what I was trying to navigate yesterday. And I was like, am I nervous because, because the doctor said less than half a percent chance that you would walk out. So you're saying there's a chance. Which I don't like those odds. (laughs) Right. And so I thought. I think I'm just nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just like on the back of the shoots. I think it's just doubt. I right. didn't think it was like a premonition thing like my brother had. And yeah. so that's why I moved forward with it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know the best way for you guys to, I don't know how that helps anybody making decisions other than just like relentless prayer and then right. like knowing yourself and knowing your stomach and knowing. And then, so then I don't do this often at all, at all. But I was just like I was, I was nervous. So I was just searching for comfort, and I was like, "What is? I wonder what the verse of the day is today." Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. <laughs> Jesus like, is on my side. Oh, with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you saw it through, man. So I was like, "Without which." No one will see the Lord. So I was like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> Sorry. It's, just, it's terrible, but it's perfect. Oh, it wasn't terrible. It yeah. was absolutely perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then my sister, my mom, everybody was just like, um, it's okay. But except this this chick on yeah, Instagram, the one. the one person, remind me to, no one will have to remind me to never ask her for advice. The only thing I wanted to say to you before, I thought you were going to come to the booth before you went to surgery. The only thing I was going to say to you was, don't worry, man, no matter how it goes, we'll see you through it. You have exhausted all <laughs> jokes possible. No, no. The only thing uh, I could uh, think is just like, I, like, if your fiance leaves you, yeah. Cole, uh, we're all going to dinner tonight. Feel free to bring a plus one. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm telling you, like, you're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like your dog dies. Yeah. Like, hey, you're not getting your pet deposit back. Like, I'm like, I'm, they're not going to, I'm not, not going to stop. That's how it works, man. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> like, Oh, don't ask for your pet deposit. Yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we go to the dog park. You want to just come and hang out? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, one of the horses you're riding, Dice. Like, oh, we're still gonna beat that rascal. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna send you videos, right, <laughs> of just me out there, like literally hitting this dead horse. Like, get ready for this. Never gonna stop. But oh, worth it. It's a lot like those. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I asked for it by sharing all that that guy that one guy reels his his Instagram reels. Which ones? Like dad jokes at a at the at the cemetery. Oh, yeah, and he walks yeah. up like, what happened? Man? My my girlfriend died, and he goes, "Oh, you really did her dirty, huh?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> just buried her. <laughs> like he has all those. I think they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have found him a lot more funny last night had I not been in such an. No, I, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, I figured. I respect yeah. the <laughs> fact that you had, you said him. <clears throat> oh. it, it was just like the, the the intense physical thing, right? <laughs> you can't can't even laugh at it, you know. <laughs> because I will make a room awkward making jokes about my dad. My sister's the worst at, or the best, however you want to see it. You know, like yeah. whenever twenty twenty came around, like the day my dad died so tw- uh like march and april are when in 2020 are when like they started doing like social distancing and right you know stuff like that and so may 2nd is when my dad died and she shared a post and put on the caption social distancing champ hashtag six feet <laughs> six feet under. damn oh ice cold the one so. the one the, the one i'm proud of not proud of the one your grandpa wrote that book and you told me not to read it and you left it in the pickup and i skipped to the last page and went hey spoiler alert like he doesn't make it. <laughs> no my great great grandpa <laughs> like, yeah was born in like 1874. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Who Anyhow. else is in here that we need to hear their uh, New Year's resolutions? Jordan? Jordan, you want to come share your New Year's resolutions? I don't think I'm supposed to rub my eyes. <clears throat> Resolution. How many resolutions do you get? I guess however many you want. Really? We do keep our word around here. Mm. We do. Do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions, Jordan Halverstein? Is this mic on? Yep. Hers will be to get those. Welcome to the new podcast studio, by the way. Welcome to the new podcast studio. We've got a new warehouse in the back, and so that opened up this area. Actually, this was kind of always been open. Yeah. We just changed to a couch. Yeah. Well, it was full. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot more. Do I send you that girl's TikToks? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, she does the Kardashian jokes. Oh. Anyways, what's your New Year's resolution, Jordan? Um. Well, my New Year's resolution last year was to ride like 75% of my bulls. Yep. And I think I'm just going to keep that one. Just what percentage of your bulls did you ride? Over it was over seventy five percent. Well, you got up your st- you got up the percentage. <laughs> yeah, let's that's go. like already uh, unrealistic. I think. But. Have you ridden any? Have you got on? Have you gotten? Have you been on any bulls this year yet? Mm-mm. None. So why not like eighty? I don't know. I feel like seventy five was like pretty high. Seventy five is good enough. Yeah. 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 Seventy five is good enough. That's like a C if you were in school. Were yeah. you a C student? No, I was an A student. Oh, were you? 
You don't want to be an able rider. <laughs> well, I just don't like. I also don't want to set myself up to like. I feel like then like, I'll put myself in a slump. I get it. Seventy five. This is your resolution. Yeah, (laughs) you're not gonna know. Yeah, he's already gonna ride a hundred percent. Yeah, I ride a hundred percent of the hours I get on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, my four sixes shirt was actually in my rigging bag that got lost at on the airline, the Spirit Airlines. So. Be careful nah. if you fly spirit. And if you do, ask him if you've seen Dale Brisby's right <laughs> back. There's a rigging bag somewhere. Did you see that video of like the spirit airline like taking off during the tornado or something like that? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. There's like some voiceover saying like, you can't do that. There's yeah. a tornado spirit. Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So who should we have on this podcast? I've got, we're going tomorrow. I've got. I'll I'll just say he's a world champion rodeo cowboy, but I don't want to spoil who it will be. We got to go there in the morning, so we got to wrap all this stuff up that y'all took forever to set up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we just installed some new shelves. You know that's fine. You know what? That's fine. Gives us more time. We take it down. We start back up. We'll get it polished. Absolutely. Yep. Um, who else do we need for this podcast or for tomorrow? Well. I don't know that we can get them here in time to finish this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, tomorrow. Not even tomorrow. Tomorrow's already done. Guests on the Rodeo Time podcast for 2023. Gotcha. Coulter Wall. <clears throat> yep. That's was agreed. Allegedly. Allegedly. He was he was a fan of it. We went, uh, <clears throat> saw him at Billy Bob's, talked to him backstage. He Coulter Wall was incredibly gracious, like just a, a gracious host. Super nice dude, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was he was. He put on a good show and everything. We went back there. He was just nice. He's a big Dale Brisby fan. And um Seems I, like an average size Dale Brisby fan. What's he like? Five ten? Man, 80. he's a little taller than me, so he's a pretty big dude. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about military people? Because it was it was life changing for me to go on Marcus's podcast. Yeah. Not not because of the notoriety. That was absolutely helpful too. But just like getting to meet Marcus, and then yeah. the influence he had over me afterwards, the right. motivation it caused me to look into some of those other um, books that were written. Yeah. Um, I just wonder what military people we could have on that would be that impactful. Man, I mean, the the dream guest for me, if we're talking military, would be Jocko then. Yeah. Like that would, I mean... Maybe I'm, maybe not so much a list celebrity. Yeah. So uh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Carpenter. Oh yeah, the Marine. Yeah, I read his book. I ordered it. I think. Yeah. Didn't I think it's listen in there. to it. No, he's the one that Medal of Honor, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't. Firefighter. I yeah. No, that's nope. Dakota Meyer. Okay. He's an EMT oh. now. He is a Marine, also Medal of Honor. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Carpenter. <laughs> see how I was he would be good on a podcast. Right. Yes, I think Tim Kennedy would come on one. Bet he would, because he's not like a good dude. Yep, and he's he's uh he's full blood Texan. Like he's all about it. That's who I need a message to go down and train with. Yes, yeah, for cowboy. Probably during San Antonio. Yeah, because I'll be down there for the rodeo. Right. Which we could also see Caleb Francis, and he's down to do one. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Caleb Francis, but great. Um, he's a good uh, person to follow on all platforms. Hilarious. Yep. Maybe the funniest person I've ever met. It's crazy how one on the internet. how funny he is, but how genuine he is in person. Yeah. So, comes from West Virginia. Works for Black Rifle Coffee. Yep. 
supposedly I get to go on Cam Haynes' podcast. Right. <clears throat> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so we'll see. That one would be good. What are you going to talk about with Cam Haynes? Like, Cam Haynes is just extreme, you know, dedication. I mean, you know, coming from your side being like, so man, this one time, you know, there I was dressed like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Touche. 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 I mean, he has the best of the best on his podcast, so why not start with the greatest bull rider ever to walk the earth? That's a fair That's a fair point. You know what? I stand corrected. You have. You actually have plenty you to think JB about. would go all the way up there? I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. So that's why I called you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Probably not. Um... Yeah, maybe do another podcast with JB. What It'll seem to do well. People like to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Yep. What about what about you, Donnie? What's your what's a dream podcast guest? A dream podcast guest? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just I I like to listen to Dale Brisby. So really, if he did one by himself, you know, it, that would that, just be I'd dream come true. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> well. Do you guys have any um, life advice? <clears throat> What's going to be your life advice for the year? Oh, wow. I got to change it up, I guess. I haven't been on one of these in a long time. Um, well, think about it. Okay. What do you got, Cole? Get up and go to work, I think. <laughs> the biggest thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> just... uh. Yeah, you know, there's plenty like plenty of days where a guy's gonna sleep in, you know, and it just seems easy. But um I just don't know. You know, I think about a lot the best just the best possible day for for me. Like what's the what's the best day I could have? Like start to finish and everything. And I think it always the best days I have are when I wake up early, I work out and I go ride horses. And like that's I don't know. I, I, I think about that a lot and then just like keep it, trying to keep that energy going the rest of the day. Did you but, do that today? Yeah, and it just it feels amazing, you know, every time I do it. And I, I don't know, it's one of those things, it, it takes a lot of discipline and getting in the groove of it, but I just, um, I guess, find out what your perfect day is, you know, find out all those things, and then just, I don't know, find out what, you, what you're not going to, um, what you're not going to give up and, and do those things, you know. I don't know if that's just, I'm being really vague here, but uh, find the things that you wouldn't, wouldn't sacrifice, you know, that they're going to be a part of your day and just do them. Uh, yeah. It's not really life advice, but I like it. Mine's going to be go to the dentist. Don't wait to go to the <laughs> dentist, guys. Life <laughs> advice, go to the dentist. That's, salt. That's really <laughs> practical advice. I had a tooth pulled yesterday, so. I don't feel, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Cole. I, I guess... The stage I'm at in my career and as far as like physical fitness, like I just don't feel, um, what's the word, um, qualified yeah. to give too much advice in that arena. Right. Other than like I heard Goggins say the other day that I thought was interesting. This is not advice. It would be just more encouragement. But like one thing he was talking about, like we don't have to be taught to how to respond to positive things that happen in our life. Mm -hmm. Like that's not something you have to learn how to respond to. Yeah. Like if you win something or you earn something or something goes well, but 
we do have to learn how to respond to negative things that happen. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that was one of the ways he justified like jumping into the suck. Right. You know, like whether it's like cold water or running 14 miles or whatever it is, like if you can create that for yourself and teach yourself how to respond there, learning how to respond to those things. Yeah. That's that's what's been my motivation for doing what you're talking about. Right. Which is, you know, getting up and doing something that sucks. Mm-hmm. So like cold water or running, uh, which are two of like my least favorite things. Yeah. And uh, if you can endure something that's not enjoyable, because if something good happens that day, okay, yeah, who needs to know how to handle right. that? Like you either say yay really loud right. or you think it or yeah. you smile or yeah. whatever. But um, anyways, I guess my life advice would be the the Shakespeare quote from the that Gary LaFue shared in mm. the documentary Moon of the Desperados that my brother and I, it's like the first quote my brother and I knew when we were in like grade school. It was like, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we often might win by fearing to attempt. And that was what I was thinking about yesterday. Yeah. With before LASIK. Yeah. So it was a simple thing that like usually he he Gary LaFue was obviously talking about bull riding. Yeah. You know, like but for me it was applicable for getting LASIK done, which I'm not telling somebody to go get LASIK. Don't get go don't go get LASIK because I told right. you to. <laughs> Do not. I don't want to put people through the same nervousness that I had. Right. What do you got, Donnie? Uh, you know, just uh, find what you want to do and uh, base your life decisions off of around that, you know. Um, everything I try to make my decisions around are based off of bronc riding. So find your bronc riding mm. and make decisions based around that. I don't know, man. I want that on a t-shirt. Find your bronc riding, man. <laughs> but no, I... I mean, you might suck at something for a long time, but if it's something you really want to do. Like, Yeah, Jacobs told me that when I was in college. They called and they said, we'd like, we need X amount of guys to come to a rodeo in Hawaii. Yeah. And um, they have them over there occasionally. Apparently they last hours. Mm. They'll have a rodeo and it may be six hours. Yeah. I mean, they've never seen it. Like, people take umbrellas because it'll rain a lot, so they just, like, it's going to rain. So they'll just sit yeah. under an umbrella and watch a rodeo for six hours. Yeah. But anyways, they were like, hey, we need to we need some rough stock guys to come over here. And um, I asked Jake, I was like, what do you think? Should I go over? He said, I wouldn't if it was me. I was like, why? It was very clear. It was very, and he's like, well, it's not in line with my goals. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't help me accomplish goals. I can get on a, if I just need to get on a bronc, I can do that here. You know, I don't have to, and uh, if but that's going to take time away. I'd be gone for a week, and I need to I need to enter, I need to be here because these th- that's my goals. And went to the NFR ten times and was a world champion. But that's cool. Anyways, that's what yeah. that's how he made his decisions. Everything was based on that was his goal, and that's how he made his decisions. But. Yeah, good. I like it. I feel like I've got my vision back. I feel like I, I like I was I was half ass planning on being blind. Right now I'm not. 
<laughs> I'm so grateful. Right yeah. <laughs> Every second that passes by. I thought about multiple times that scripture where he talks about like if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eyes cause you to sin, gouge them out. Damn. So like I got to be like really careful that I don't use my eyeballs for sin. Right. That was kind of what I got from it yeah. yesterday. I, I, I've learned a long time ago not to like make deals with God because ultimately like we can never hold up our end of the bargain. Where right. it's just like, Lord, if you let me keep my eyesight, I'll never use them for sin. Like I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know me and my, my eyes will mess up, you know? Right. But that is something I've thought about. Anyways. Well, I'm glad you all can hear us on Rodeo Time, the podcast, hopefully, or, or maybe for those of you that are watching, um, it's been great to uh, um, to to hit the restart button. Twenty twenty three is going to be a big year for us. We're all excited. We're going to film every chance we get. Um, we're going to be going to a lot of rodeos with uh, the booth. So uh, you guys just look out for those appearances on my Snapchat. If you've got a suggestion on who we should have as a podcast guest, please text it to nine four zero three five three zero eight nine zero. Text the word podcast and then tell us the guest name. So put podcast and then a space and then Trevor Brazil or something like that. Whatever you got. So look for the suggestions or if you you uh, you know you can talk to them if you know Trevor. You know he doesn't answer my text, but maybe he'll answer <laughs> yours. Um, so check out DaleBrisby.com. That's uh, that's where you can get your apparel. Uh, the, the the rodeo timeline. And um, we're on to the next one, old son. How do we click that thing? Which one is it, Donnie? How you mean? The sound for our deal. Oh. Outro. New outro. Hey, this is Rodeo Time, and we are on to the next one. Pow, pow. There it is.